Yeah. Although I was spirit is some... willing, but the flesh is spongy. We. <laughs> <laughs> the name of my sex tape. <laughs> Too much energy. Hooray! Your silver bolt. Beast Wars once and for all. Titor, what have you done? I am giving this episode no Energon. What yeah. are you, a Quintesson? This is no Energon. Fuck it. I, I can't. Sigma you balls, Gary! Sh- to another episode of Too Much Energon, your favorite podcast by two 90s kids who like to talk about Beast Wars shit and talk shit about Beast Wars, but also Transformers in general. Today, I have a special host joining me, one of your hosts, NeoCal, from one of the dark side of Cybertron's moons. The one, the only, Siege! Hey, uh-huh, I wasn't expecting that, were you? <laughs> <laughs> it is I, the Siege, coming to you live from uh, uh, Cybertronian Moon Beta. That's right. Yeah. Moon, and moon, I um, am on the other Cybertron Moon. Alpha? Is that what it's called? <laughs> sure. Actually, I think there's just Moon Base 1 and Moon Base 2. Easier to remember that way. We like Transformers, people. We yeah. swear. <laughs> we, we swears. <laughs> He swears. Uh, today, too much energy on episode eighty-four. Mm-hmm. We have moved on to the War for Cybertron series. We we are, we are now on the uh, the number that uh, the the G one formers crash landed uh, on uh, Planet Energon back in uh, back in the original Transformers cartoon. 84. 1984. 1984 that's right so this is a honorary episode number of 1984 of too much energy on yeah and uh much like twitter uh we are obsessed with 1984 however the year and the transformers not so much um whatever book that uh everybody says that they've read that i'm sure they definitely aren't misquoting <laughs> everything's 1984 nowadays folks but we are celebrating the transformers 1984 and yeah. uh yeah bit big uh, as uh, under the watchful eye of big brother tron <laughs> big brother tron <laughs> i feel like big brother tron is maybe Soundwave. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah probably like he, i would say because he, he can send like laser beak and rat bat around to like fly around and he can send spy. out like ravage to do some spy um, shit in um episode two which is uh the episode we're covering today yeah, of uh, War even, for Cybertron Siege. He even um, uh, does some spy shit and uh, intercepts a message. Mm. So indeed, Big Brother is listening, and his name's Soundwave. <laughs> uh, and he's so, not happy. No. So uh, how how are things going, Cal? How are we doing? How are we doing? Uh, things are things are things are starting. Things are things are moving. Things are happening. Things are moving. Things yeah. named Sage. Yeah. Things have moved. 
things have moved uh, for better or worse. Yeah, for better or worse. But um, yeah, our uh, our HQs are farther apart, but the the uh, transmissions still the, rock. The the spirit is still alive. God damn it. Yeah, <laughs> I was having some uh, technical issues with. Uh, speaking of transmissions. I was having some technical issues with my uh, very old, cheap-ass USB Wi-Fi adapter, which, oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> for some reason, my computer just stopped detecting it until I tried putting it in, like, three different uh, USB ports, and then finally it just started working. And I'm like, oh, okay. Computers, man, how do they work? It, it's it, sorcery, I, I tell you. I don't even know. How does electricity even really work? It's all just magic. Well, you see, you get Benjamin Franklin out with a uh, with a kite, the key on the end of it. Right. And you hold it up into the air and you wait until you hold it up into the air until lightning strikes the clock tower and sends the DeLorean back to the future. And then you steal electricity from Benjamin Franklin. And uh, uh, funnel it directly into the flux capacitor. And which is blah 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 when the beast force wants it <laughs> which is what makes electricity possible. I don't know. Um, the funny thing is, we've kind of just one for one summarized the war for Cybertron. Well, that's it, folks. We, we, just, gave you, <laughs> we just gave you the synopsis for the entirety of the war for Cybertron, like pretty you know, accurately, <laughs> actually. So you know, thank there is you, that. thank Energon. Uh, you have Benjamin Franklin to thank for Energon, and uh, God bless um, uh, Marty Jesus McFly. Prime. <laughs> Jesus Prime. <laughs> uh, you know, there is actually a, um, uh, a Delor- uh, uh, Back to the Future DeLorean time machine transformer. Is uh, yeah, it came out a couple of years ago. His name's Gigawatt. Right. Yeah, yeah, you had mentioned it when it had had come out. I recall it now. As soon as you said Gigawatt. Yeah, not a gigawatt. Nope, gigawatt. gigawatt. The which <laughs> the jig the gigawatt is up. <laughs> <laughs> which you know in um, uh, the Back to the Future movies they always say one point twenty one gigawatts. Uh, I've watched ba- uh, Back to the Future with the commentary track on because I'm you know I'm a nerd, and the reason why is because it is actually gigawatt. The reason why they yeah. pronounce it as gigawatt is because no one knew how to pronounce it properly. So they went through shooting this entire movie. Not a with... single person on set was like, um, guys, it's pronounced GIF. <laughs> I, I, exactly, yeah. So, yeah, uh, no, no one told them that it was pronounced uh, Gigawatt. Oh, <laughs> I thought they were just doing something, something extra. <laughs> huh. Nope. Well, you know what? A Gigawatt is a new uh, unit of like measurement that the doc invented how about that <laughs> gigawatts of energon needed yeah we need at least 15 gigawatts of energy to find the all spark shockwave make it happen <laughs> to find optimus prime heretofore who shall be known as david <laughs> okay so i need to explain that one yeah, yeah. a little a little while ago um on twitter uh, one of our listeners i think it was lewis uh, he's one of our patrons uh, me and him were having kind of a, a laugh back and forth sharing photos of some of the um uh, third-party transformers who usually look exactly like the the 
look like the character. Yeah, but because yeah. of cop because of copyright reasons, they can't have the same name. So the one that ki- absolutely killed me the most is there's a, a fairly new third party Optimus Prime that came out whose name is Battle David. <laughs> You're not supposed to have human names, but it, but that <laughs> right? also makes it funnier. <laughs> yeah, just Optimus Prime is just known as David. Like what would what would Cheetor be called? Like like uh, Ch- Chad? Uh, like I- Cheetah Chad. <laughs> I actually, I think um, uh, the, the there's a third party transmetal Cheetor, and I think his name is Cobalt uh, Commander, Cobalt Kitty Commander, or something like that. I really want it to be Cobalt Kitty Commander. <laughs> uh, oh, I could be right wrong, because but... he's Cobalt and Yellow. The, yeah, the transmit. Yep, Cobalt and like metallic, the yellow or gold. <laughs> So they were all about the the them transmetals. They were all about that chrome uh, paint job. That's right. Which chips off over time. Common speaking complaint of, amongst those. Speaking toys. of paint jobs, um, Siege has pointed out to me uh, that we've been seeing a lot of like just matte paint jobs lately. Um, now oh, on Siege cars, pointed yeah. it out on on re- vehicles, real life, IRL. And um, after he pointed that out, I I couldn't not see them. Like everywhere, and like nice cars, like custom paint jobs and stuff. So that's yeah, that's yeah. In. We're we're talking like brand new cars. Yeah, um, there was a, a Corvette that went flying past us on the highway when we were moving. That was um, it was like a maroon, or and then late later there was a Porsche that was like forest green. It, what right, a time right. to be alive! Uh, right. And you know, I ended up. Uh, I, I actually, uh, and the reason why I brought this up uh, with Cal a little while ago is because uh, I really, I, I've always really liked matte paint jobs. And honestly, I think it's because they used to be really uncommon. And I think it all stems from the police cars in RoboCop being straight matte black, like like even the hubcaps and everything, just straight matte black. I always thought it was a cool look. So I really like matte paint jobs as opposed to like glossy or metallic. But I and so because I like them, like I've been noticing them more and more lately. But I swear there is this one. Uh, it's a matte purple, uh, like Mustang. Oh, the one we passed. Yeah, yeah. We were co- it's a Mustang. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've seen it like four times, and like we're talking, this is not just in Victoria, but like we we had we're driving back from Up Island and saw the same car. So like I've seen this exact same car like four times now in the past like month or so. Hmm. What profession on the island would involve going up and down? Oh, would allow you <laughs> uh, from Nanaimo, perhaps. Yes, making mm. making deliveries from Nanaimo down to Victoria. Um. Yeah, that's kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody wondering, like, what the hell are they talking about? Oh, get get on with the Transformers. Um, lots of drugs. Drug traffickers um, don't like to hide, or they like to hide in plain sight. Fucking Assassin Creed like bullshit here with their like one hundred thousand dollar like Corvettes and custom like paint jobs and stuff. And it's like, I mean, I hear the police can't just check your car, right? I guess. Like, uh, what is it that they can pull you over to? check your like license and registration um which kind of never happens uh if you're they, yeah they you're they Caucasian. can pull you they <laughs> they can pull you over just randomly and ask for a uh, license and registration and here in canada they, they can ask you if they can look in the car 
but you don't have to say yes. <laughs> but if you have like, say, I don't know, like a baggie of like heroin, like in plain view in your backseat and the cop like glances over there and notices it. He, he doesn't need a warrant to search your car. <laughs> uh, no, because then it's called, what is it? Just cause or some, something like that. Like probable cause. Probable yeah. cause. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know what else are painted a nice matte color and purple behind siege. We got the one and only despicable non arachnid scientist <laughs> of the war for Cybertron uh, shockwave. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to say shockwave is very much like this show's tarantulas even has a similar voice. Yeah. Well, when we had covered um, and we're going to do that like beast wars intro, like forever (laughs) (laughs) when we're not talking about beast wars, beast wars shit. Um, Tarantulas is the shockwave of, of beast wars. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, But like, I'm way more familiar with tarantula man. Yeah, and um, not the jury's out on which is more evil. Oh. Um, They're both yeah. evil scientists, and I don't like them. Yeah, There's if a I theme re- going on here, folks. <laughs> if I co- recall correctly, I can't remember if it's late in the, this season of the show or if it's during Earthrise. But Shockwave gets up to some truly horrific shit as his um, Megatron rolls back his uh, what is it uh, like uh, humanity. Not humanitarian, uh, cy- cybertrarian. I I don't know the word, but as he rolls back uh, the liberties against, um, you know, horrific, uh, like testing and like torture, etc. Uh, he gets more and more and more powerful. Yeah, yeah. He kind of um, he gives uh, Shockwave like uh, free reign to be as uh, ethically dubious as a. Uh, as he uh his heart's desires and we get a little taste of that as he mm-hmm. slowly kind of like takes over and uh <laughs> we'll we'll get into that when we start uh when we start covering it but uh this episode uh chapter war for cybertron siege chapter two opens uh picking up exactly where last week's episode left off yeah uh ultra magnus has uh gone to um madison square garden to uh, appeal to Megatron and Megatron's like you're uh uh you're my what a fucking fool you are for coming here like this and Magnus is like hey I don't see it as being foolish I see it as being uh hopeful you know that we could actually like talk this out he's like I'm the the come on I put on like a cool cloak yeah I get cold but I did it just to be cool Yeah, I, I put on this like cloak to like disguise myself, even though I'm literally the only person on Cybertron with this silhouette. <laughs> he has those um uh what are those on Big Truck? Uh, like the, the pipe stacks, the like smokestacks, yeah, exhaust, yeah, and and they come off of his shoulders, and it's like he's the only one that has that <laughs> that silhouette. Yeah, uh, and, and indeed and he, he's massive too. He's a leader class figure, so he's he's as big he's as huge. almost either almost or as big as as Megatron. Um. There's like what, like six Transformers that big on all of Cybertron. So like, <laughs> and then he like pulls it back. It, it's kind of like um, it's that Spider-Man, uh, not Spider-Man effect. It's um, uh, any superhero where like they just have like a little like what are those called again? Um, 
Those the ones around masks. the eyes. Uh, domino masks. Domino, thank you. It's like a little domino mask or um, the opposite with Superman, right? Yeah, yeah. Like he puts on glasses and then like combs his hair over and he's like, haha, now no one will notice me. Anybody working with, Cl- with Clark is going to go, um, our intern? Oh yeah, Clark. The six foot four guy that's made 300 pounds of muscle? He looks just like Superman. No, (laughs) these guys are not only like, would just the average person be able to put that together? These people are reporters too. (laughs) And yeah, it's like, oh, well, uh, he acts like an apologetic nerd. He's six foot, like what? He's six and a half feet tall and like just no human levels of muscle. He's like six, four, 280. It's like, it's like, it's like having the the rock walking around like in your, Oh, oh, but he's wearing a hat. He's wearing a hat and a suit, and he's like got his shoulders slouched, and he's acting like all bumbly and awkward. You're gonna know. You're gonna know it's the Rock, (laughs) and that's how I feel uh, with Ultra Magnus here. Uh, So, uh, Megatron uh, uh, or Ultra Magnus is like, yeah. So I've got. uh, I'm the commander of the Autobot Army, and uh, I I'm officially surrendering. Let's talk peace, yo. So let's talk peace. So he gets thrown into into jail and uh, Megatron and we we get introduced to Shockwave, who we were just talking about. Uh, Megatron and Shockwave are talking because Shockwave is like, ah, yes, mighty Megatron. I have the way to win the war with the AllSpark cube. And Megatron's like, ah, that's it's just a legend like like. I, I, I can't win a war with fairy tales, basically. And he and Shockwave and like, well, is like, the work of Alpha Trion proves that it is real. We could send out a reformation wave to completely obliterate and reformat the Autobots into Decepticons. And uh, uh, Megatron's like, eh, I don't like this. I don't think this is uh, this is the way we should be doing it, you know? And he's like, but it would be a decisive victory. Right. And there would be less casualties. And at this point, at least, at this point, he's he doesn't just want to murder all the opposition. Like he yeah. wants to unify. Uh, uh, bow or die is his mentality at this right. point. Um, isn't that nice? <laughs> For now. For now. <laughs> Enjoy it while you can. <laughs> Magnus. I... So Mag- Magnus overhears this and he uh, sends a Because they're talking like right outside a cell. <laughs> right. You guys need to really think about it. <laughs> Maybe you should move your base outside of the <laughs> uh, Madison Square Garden. Or, you know, <laughs> at least talk like 20 feet farther away from where the jail cell is. Yeah. So uh, Magnus overhears this and he sends out a radio communique to uh, Optimus Prime warning him of this. And uh, uh, back at the Autobot base, they uh, they get this radio communication and they're like, shit, we got to find the AllSpark too. We got to do it before Megatron. And, and the other like, Autobots are kind of like... we barely have enough Energon to like... like power the lights keep the freaking lights on in this place like what right and he's like yeah but eh, it might be actually our only chance 
Yeah, fair enough. Um, so, and- like Shockwave inadvertently helping the Autobots. I mean, that's kind of what's happened here. It's sort of, uh, not for long though, because uh, we 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 go back to uh, Madison Square Garden and the um, uh, uh, sound wave shows up and uh, reveals a plays a recording of this transmission, and I'm like, really, Magnus was right there. Like, if he was in earshot of you, like you'd think he would be like him talking, sending out this communication wait. would have been in earshot of them. <laughs> they were yelling. <laughs> wait, that is a really good. That's that's plot hole. I I completely missed that. Them talking right outside the right outside his cell was enough for Ultra Magnus to hear. Yeah, but him walking three feet deeper into his his cell and turning around and being like, <laughs> oh, oh, Optimus, oh I I got some sweet deets, man. Uh, I got the four one one over here, yo. But they don't hear that. But they don't hear that. It takes a uh, sound wave intercepting and recording this radio transmission. Also, they put him in a cell without like communication jammers. I, you guys need better facilities. <laughs> this is not how you win a war, ladies and gentlemen. It's real sloppy on their part. And and then later, like Megatron, like blames Magnus, and I'm like, you're the idiot. He's like, you've proven your allegiances. And like punches him through the energon through, like, like right, force field. Right through his like force field. Yeah. It was a cool shot, but it, it was, yeah. And I'm like, but but you were talking. He could have just hit record and sent you guys talking about it. <laughs> okay. I guess that's his fault then. So uh uh Shockwave comes up with the idea of uh uh, using this to their advantage and creating a di- diversion for the Autobots. Uh, a trap. Oh, right. Yeah, a trap, if you will. Soundwave uh, does this, a sweet remix of um, Magnus's voice. Uh, again, like the big brother of, <laughs> of Cybertron. Um, and I guess he could just emulate other, uh, other Transformers' voices. Assuming that he has enough like samples of their voice to emulate it. I mean, AI can do that now. So. Yeah, exactly. And the more input you have of them, uh, the more it starts to sound re- more and more realistic. There's a yeah. website that does that. And you read different passages. And the more you put into it, the more you can auto-generate like sentences in your voice. It's, Weird. it's eerie. Yeah. Like uh, at like uh, 300 words, it can do a little bit, but it might sound off or the cadence is, isn't quite there. But like something like 2000 like words or whatever, it starts to, you could fool people with it. And then at like 5,000 words, it's, it can pick up your highs and lows and, and how you, you talk in your sentences and how you, if you either go up at the end or low at the end. And it's, it's creepy. I, I got a little bit, little ways into that being like, oh, I could like, mess with people or i could like auto narrate things and i'm like wait a second i'm just giving this website free data (laughs) not only like free data but like at what point could like a machine just take over my especially if i don't leave the house at what point could like a machine just kind of take over my life and money (laughs) (laughs) there's like this like stone-faced like version of of you that just shows up and like 
kicks the door out like robotically it like kicks the door in and i am here to record tme (laughs) (laughs) what is up listeners it is your boy neo cal (laughs) 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 oh god um are you uh, ready to talk about Beast Wars shit? <laughs> <laughs> Don't shit about Beast Wars. <laughs> da, 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 da. What is this Beast Wars shit? <laughs> Shut up, the Beast Wars. What the <laughs> hell is a cheetah anyway? <laughs> oh, God, I lost my train of thought. Um, I, what are we? We're talking about War for Cybertron Siege, right? Oh, actually, oh, the ambush. Quick, quick, quick sidebar. I'm um, speaking of uh, AI voices. Uh, you know that new Top Gun movie that's out? Top Gun Maverick. Not the not the, not the um, mockbuster. Yeah, not not <laughs> the top, actual. Not Top Gun or Danger Zone, which I still haven't seen yet. Um, but uh, no, Top Gun Maverick. Uh, What's his name? Val Kilmer, who was in the original film, reprises his role. Uh, but he had throat cancer several years ago, so he like basically has no voice. So they actually just used AI to uh, do his lines for him in the movie. Oddly to... relevant to yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, yeah, straight up, just AI uh, did his lines using uh, just uh, uh, vo- voice samples from various uh, movies of his over the years. When all of our childhood <laughs> movie heroes are dead, we could just continue watching movies with them in it. Ethics aside, they've they've already been doing that. Yeah, like they did that uh, in yep. Star Wars, didn't they? Yeah, they've done that a couple of times now. And uh, it's like, mm, not sure how I feel about that. Yeah, I, I don't, I, maybe my opinion will change, but I, I think I'm on the stance of like, don't put dead people in movies unless they were working on the movie and you have like explicit permission right i think like i don't know uh it, it it's it's a um difficult subject with uh no real clear-cut answer because I, yeah. like, I i think in certain cases like if the uh the if the families or like the owners of the that actor's estate are fine with it then like Go ahead. I mean, they're dead anyway. Let's not like. I know Stan Lee is like put me in every movie for all eternity. <laughs> like he he loves it. Yeah, apparently they're planning on like digitally resurrecting. I was reading something about they're planning on digitally resurrecting him for cameos in future MCU it, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I thought they hadn't they already done one. Uh, or, I don't think so. Uh oh, I'm just probably thinking of an animated one, not like mm-hmm. a live action. Uh. Was it a Spider-Man? I thought I thought I might be wrong. I thought they had already um made him in like a CG one, like uh either um what was the one with Miles? Uh the animated one, the really cool one. Oh, into the Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse. He I know he was in that, but he might have given his the voice lines for it beforehand. Well, and if you're doing like animated stuff, like you could just animate him and use like any random voice clip of him. Good point. Like, yeah, like ripped from YouTube. He's he's in so many interviews that. Yeah, he said Spider-Man so many times that you you basically just you don't even need an AI to modulate that guy's voice. Oh, that's right. Believe us. (laughs) Uh, Before he died, 
um, he had sat down. I forgot about this. Uh, listeners can fact check me. Uh, Stanley sat down and uh, recorded um, tons of voice lines. Right. Like just hundreds or thousands of voice lines so that they could use use them in like a future future movies with like permission from him while he was alive i forgot about that that's that that actually happened so yeah we don't need a stanley ai he's prepared for everything he was practically one himself (laughs) i mean if somebody told me he was never a real person and he was like actually a mirage like the whole the whole time i would i would never be able to tell the difference Uh, he was just some projection of a like sentient computer on board an alien ship somewhere yeah crash landed on earth like a century ago yeah that makes sense yeah and he he wants to make movies (laughs) spider-man he wants to make movies with spider-man uh anyway so big ambush in this mirage is in this but he doesn't get up to mirage things this episode does he uh no no soon so uh prime sends uh sends a bunch of uh transformers off into separate teams to like go to like all of these uh because so essentially what the uh uh decepticons have done have created these like big like signals like all around cybertron to make the autobots think that it could be the the all spark which i'm like this thing has been missing for like what like thousands upon thousands of years you think you're just going to be able to be like open up your tricorder and hit some buttons and be like, Oh, there it is. <laughs> like, I thought that they, um, they faked a message from ultra Magnus and that's how they, they got him. Uh, that's how they set this trap up. But did they also, did they also like put these, um, what are they like hyper, um, like concentrated, uh, concentrated energy cubes. cubes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. that's what they did. Because they Flawless end up losing. I, I know, right? They end up losing the um the Energon cube and Barricade's like, oh, Megatron's gonna be mad about that. Megatron's gonna be very, very mad. <laughs> um, also, um, who gets buried in the rubble and they think he's dead? Um, who's the guy running this mission? Uh I can't remember. I know the Autobot Cog gets like blown to shit. Cog gets blown to shit. I'm amazed that he's actually still. Uh, alive um it's been a while since i've watched this but uh he arrives kind of alive so we'll we'll see what happens to him there i think um, he i'm pretty sure he dies in earthrise mm. and um the one that gets inceptor deceptor uh trying to look at the uh the subtitles here he's like uh purple and yellow um i'm wondering how come um compactor there we go all right, yeah. compactor. If I'm wrong, yeah. <laughs> uh I compactor is like running this uh, mission and it's a trap. Of course. Um in fact, um uh what what's her name? Uh like said, "Hey, this is a trap. Let's not do this. This is dumb." Uh Elita 1. Elita 1, right? And Prime's like, "Yeah, but if it isn't, then no. look out. Why aren't there more Why aren't there more Decepticons in this trap?" It's like 6. There's Megatron and Soundwave and well, like they, all of the. Well, I was under the impression they set a bunch of different traps, and this is just the ones that these Autobots went to. Well, they went to the one with um, Magnus. Magnus is like message, fake message from Soundwave. 
being right. like, hey, I found the coordinates. So you'd think they uh, would go there, but it's just like six nobodies <laughs> in Compactor. <laughs> because you see, the more character models you put on screen, the more expensive All oh, the more days it takes to render them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> makes, uh, makes perfect sense. It's Well, what happens here is, you know, like there's, there's gunshots, there's a grenade going off. Uh, you said it was Cog, right? It's like yeah. half of his torso like blown to shit i'm like i guess you can still survive <laughs> that yeah. um and they end up retreating but compactor like gets smashed under a a building yeah and um we find out neither side retrieves the uh retrieves the um the well, uh, high concentrated well, energy well well they they uh uh prime like uh speeds away with like chromia and the wounded cog uh, in truck mode, oh, wounded in cog. truck mode on his back. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, so they they speed away. They go back to the the Autobot base, the Ark, and uh, uh, Wheeljack is like, "So the Allspark wasn't there." And Prime's like, "No." And he's like, "Well, tell me you." He's like, "But it, it was a it was a uh, con- tr- a cube of concentrated energon, right? Tell me you got that right." And they're like, "No." Well, and he's like. <laughs> What? Okay, Prime, we can't like run the electricity and keep doing all these long-range scans because our cloaking device, which is, by the way, how the Autobots have remained undetected. They're not underground or in a secret base. They just have a cloaking device that makes the arc look like a bunch of rubble yeah. and scrap. And he's like, we, we can't do both, man. You got to pick one. And he's like, keep looking for pictures of spider. I mean... Keep looking for that all spark. <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, that's unfortunate about that cloaking device, but keep looking. And uh, Elita Lita one's one, like, like, what the fuck's wrong with you, man? Like, <laughs> uh, hey, homie, can we have like a word? And yeah, they they have a talk in like a hallway in private, and she's like, this is dumb. So, somebody else even um, says like, hey, um, uh, permission to speak freely. Who who was that? And he's like, is something wrong with your like casket case? Who shit talks like I can't remember. Uh, I think it might have been like sideswipe or hound. Yeah. Oh, and I forgot yeah. to I forgot to mention that um after uh uh Magnus uh defected, uh Optimus Prime put Elita One in charge of the army. That's right. So that's why she's questioning his choices <laughs> uh left and right during all of this. And the thing is, maybe some people found her like annoying or whatever. Um, I never did. I, I, I read online um, when I watched it with my partner, a lot of people were like, oh my God, like, why is she? She's not there to contradict him at all times. She's there to be like, hey, I understand that, but I'm the pragmatist <laughs> here and we need Energon to heal ourselves. We need Energon for our weapons. We need Energon for the ship. Like, I, like let's yeah. be smart. And um, I actually really appreciate that. Yeah, me too. It's like you can go looking for the Holy Grail all you want, but like, you're not taking any. You're, you're not taking the generator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, no. It's uh, and especially this uh, this Optimus Prime like is a bit fanatical, so he kind of needs a voice of reason. In a way that's, I, we said this when we introduced War for Cybertron. Um, I actually like 
Prime and Megatron a lot in this, in the way that there's they're a good guy and a bad guy. I actually think they're both really crazy. Um, uh, crazy can be like a fun term. Let me rephrase that. They're both kind of insane. And fanatical is a good way of describing both of them. Yeah. Um, well, well, and indeed, and I don't think it's worse <laughs> for literally both. I, I, there are times when I hate both of them so much. Right. Well, and uh, indeed, there's a a scene that we kind of skipped over where um, uh, Ultra Magnus. That's who gets crushed. Oh, okay. Ultra Magnus is like sitting at a table with Megatron and is like. Hey, you know, we were brothers in arms once, all three of us, we like fought side by side. And Megatron's like, Prime's a fanatic, he's never going to listen to reason. And Magnus is like, but if we all sit down and talk to one another as friends, like maybe like the old can, times, like, like the good old days, maybe we can, uh, maybe we can come to some sort of arrangement. But That's why he came here. Yeah. Yeah. And but remember, like you saved my life. And then Megatron's like, and you, you, and you, mine. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So that's worth something, right? <laughs> I, I fucking guess not. Well, and indeed, uh, Ultra Magnus uh, kind of shot any goodwill he had out the window when he sent this message off to to Prime. I think Megatron's like a dick. If he wanted to talk to him as like equals or treat him as equals, he went there without weapons, and he went there wanting to talk. He's the one who made the move and put him into um, jail. But when he sent that message out, remember Megatron was like, because Shockwave was like, shall I commence with the plan? And Megatron was like, no, I need time to consider. And it's almost like, "Mm, uh, that's kind of extreme. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to wait on it a day. And kind of like Ultra Magnus sending out that message was like, oh, well, fine. Now, I guess we're doing that anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and I noticed that after he like punches him and he's like, haha, like the Autobots like running into the trap is your fault now. Megatron avoids a lot of blame by projecting in this, doesn't he? Like a, a lot. Like everything is everyone else's fault except his. Well, and indeed he like... Um gets super pissed at Barricade when he finds out. He's like, yeah, uh, one of my uh, best soldiers uh, destroyed and we lost an entire cube of concentrated energon. Who? Who is the idiot responsible for this? And Barricade's like, uh... (laughs) Yeah. I mean, technically Impactor was in charge, but he's... And and that's another villain trope that... He doesn't lean too far into. He doesn't execute Barricade. No, no. Right? Um, but he does give him shit. Uh, I hate that trope. <laughs> Showing how evil you are by like executing your underlings. That just means you have less less. Followers. It just means you have yeah, less troops. Yeah. Um uh, this is where we find out that the um because here the initially the Decepticons think that uh the Autobots got away with the uh Energon cube. Yeah. And then, uh I think it's shockwave or soundwave who shows up and says that uh that oh uh they well the autobots don't have it either so they're like oh all right well where is it and they, they're like when's the last known location and it's they're like it disappeared in the middle of the battle yeah 
And I'm like, you sneaky little shit. <laughs> Who else is it going to be besides Bumblebee here, right? Yeah. What a sneaky little turd. During the fight, too? Yeah, during the fight. He like, just you sneaked... didn't even earn that. You just snuck in and stole it. And he's like, man, I could get at least 100,000 Deceptive Bucks for this. That's worth, like, like what? Like, 10 Deceptible jobs? <laughs> Auto jobs. <laughs> Auto jobs. Auto jobs and Deceptive Fucks. Auto jobs and Deceptive Fucks. Yeehaw! <laughs> We're going to the peelers, little buddy. <laughs> uh, and uh, then, then the episode ends. Oh yeah, with um, Bumblebee like walking around with it, being like, "I'm gonna be so rich," and I'm like, "What? You're gonna buy a house? Like, I, I, are you aware of what's happening on like the planet? Like, what good is even money at this point?" But I, maybe buying a ship to get off of Cybertron, get the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah, <laughs> go for a rip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that's um it's episode two episode two of the war for cybertron siege um here on too much energon we have a very special energon rating system that it's a three-tier system um it starts with not enough energon a sufficient amount of energon to too much energon it is bad. Okay, good. Um, Siege. What are you giving episode two? Yeah, it's a middle of the road, sufficient amount of energon. Episode is fine, filled with plot holes, though. Usually, when the more we talk about something, I'm like, yeah, that's right. And then this episode, it's like, well, wait a second. This happened, and this happened, and well, yeah. wait a second. How did nobody like notice or shoot it like Bumblebee? So there's there's two or three. <laughs> plot holes like hanging out hanging yeah it was kind of just a mediocre episode in general but it and it had uh, a few like gaping plot holes in it yeah so uh just like a few gaping plot holes like the giant one in cog yeah exactly where he's more whole than than transformer at at one point he's more whole now than machine (laughs) we can rebuild him weaker Weaker, dumber. We have the technology. <laughs> Just not enough energon. We ha- we have a sufficient amount of energon to rebuild him in a mediocre state. That's a good, you know what? And I'm mirroring that sentiment. We have a sufficient <laughs> amount of energon to build him in a mediocre state. We got plywood and duct tape. <laughs> what more do you want, man? What more do you need? Well, uh, that that was episode 84 of Too Much Energon. Best way to support the show, go to patreon.com slash lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. We're starting at the $5 and up tier. You get access to bonus preamble audio of this and all the other shows that we do week in and week out. Uh, You also get a monthly-ish commentary track and a whole bunch of other stuff. $10 tier. Uh, you get our weekly news and current events program, Lasercomb Tonight. You also get to pick a show for us to review a random episode of on our other podcast, the Lasercomb Podcast. Uh, we're currently wrapping up a, uh, in the process of wrapping up our latest round of uh, Patreon-sponsored shows. So go check that out. Patreon.com slash Lasercomb. Follow us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Lasercomb. Or you can follow the show on Twitter at Too Much Energon or me at Lasercomb. Cal, you are at? I am at 
uh, NeoCal. I'm like, why am I thinking about the only social media that I use? Hmm. <laughs> uh, N-E-O underscore K-A-L. We'll be back next week with episode 85 of Too Much Energon, where we will be talking about War for Cybertron, me, episode three, because I'm the siege. Friend of and mine. We're going to be talking about after that. We're So that's right. The, the first part is called Siege. The second part is called Neo. And the, the third part is called Dan. How did that go? Again? Uh, Christopher Siege, uh, Dan, or, uh, Cal Earthrise, and Dan Kingdom. That, that's, that's what it, he came yeah. up with yeah yeah a uh, friend of mine made the joke recently she was like uh so are you calling it uh war for cybertron me and i'm like no but i definitely will now that you've said that war for cybertron me <laughs> war for cybertron me all right battle davids and cheetah jeremy's until next time <laughs> so uh yeah uh, keep an eye out for that. Uh, and until then, I've been one of your hosts, The Siege. And I'm NeoCal. <laughs> and uh, until next time. Um, Till all are one. Uh, freedom is the right of all sentient beings. It's like one of the cheesiest lines in Transformers history, and they keep going I back like to it. it. <laughs> <laughs> you Leave <would>. it alone. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye.